Coming up in this episode, we discuss our least preferred restaurants at Universal Orlando Resort. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of The Diz Unplugged. This is episode 125 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, as always, Craig Williams, and today I am joined alongside by my co-host for basically every single thing in the world we are doing right now, yeah, apparently. Mr. Rhino Clavin. How can you even tell the shows apart anymore? I don't know. Basically, just context on what we're talking about, so... I think we should be required to change our shirts for every episode now because the, these some of these shows are running together. You know, I I absolutely agree with that. I just um, don't have enough clothes. I just don't really want to change in the middle <laughs> of all these. I mean, for everyone listening out there, I guess uh, I guess we can't change our voices to at least keep it interesting. But for all these all those people watching out there, yeah, I'm sure you get bored with our our stylistic choices and what we do. But hopefully, the content makes it all worthwhile. In this one, I think it really will. Uh, just a few weeks ago, we talked to you about what our favorite restaurants were at universal Orlando resort. Um, we chose, you know, so many, so many quick service and so many, uh, so many, uh, full service. Thank you. Couldn't figure out the word Mm -hmm, for that. mm -hmm. Um, and we gave our recommendation of what type of, um, what type of dish you should order when you go there, gave you our, our recommendations of the favorites. And uh, that episode has gone over very swimmingly. Uh, a lot of people have always asked what our favorite places were to eat and what we liked at them. And so uh, we really laid it out for you there too. But, you know, we, here at the Diz, we try to keep everything as balanced as possible when it comes to uh, our, our decisions. So if we decide we're going to give you our, our favorite, our best then we also have to follow up by letting you know what we believe uh, are the things that we don't really enjoy that much. The least best. Yeah, the no, because <laughs> some things just aren't the best at all. Some things are just they're just plain not good. So we would. That's why I kind of introed it with least preferred because there there are things that we would still do. We would just prefer to do others, but there are some on this list that. You know, I, I will do in the future to do a vlog or a full episode on them. Uh, but if it's my choice, if I'm there with my wife, my family, my friends, I my would wife. not put them through the struggle. My wife, God, yes, um, never, never too late in the years for a good <laughs> Borat reference. I agree. Okay. <laughs> well, you made it. I hope you do. So, uh, yeah, we don't we don't really have any important news to cover uh, so much this week. Nothing really has been happening. We're just we're just riding that hype train to Volcano Bay, um, which mm-hmm. which I didn't know if you you paid attention to, but now uh, you can officially rent uh, the premium seating as well as private cabanas for Volcano Bay, if you are interested in it. Mm. 
So I, I don't know if yeah had any of that, but um, you know, uh, single cabana units that hold up to six people uh, are starting at one hundred sixty dollars per unit per day plus tax. Uh, and family suite cabanas, which holds up to sixteen people, start from uh, sixteen people. That's sixteen a big people, yeah, and they start from uh, three hundred dollars per unit per day and move up from there which i think is just 16 people that's that's a killer deal to have a private cabana for 16 people i i don't have 16 friends oh no well that's like less than 20 bucks a person yeah i could buy some friends for that yeah. <laughs> let's be honest you don't have that many friends either let's be honest it's not that far from obt <laughs> yeah <laughs> and where you can buy right. you lots can buy many of friends yeah yes that got dark. It's where the stuffed animal factory is, if anyone's wondering. Local Orlando. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, and then I mentioned premium seating. Uh, that includes a pair of padded loungers with adjustable shade canopy and built-in storage lockbox. Al Gore would approve of that. Um, and you have an area attendant who will get your food and drink orders for you for that. And uh, that starts from twenty nine ninety nine per lounger per day plus tax. So that is now available available to book. I guess I have to finish the word before I just move on to the next word yeah. after that. But, yeah, you can get that if you are planning on going to Volcano Bay, add on all those options. I think that family cabana sounds amazing. Even the luxury loungers. Uh, you know, I, I'm intrigued. I think I'll try that at least once or twice to see if the money is worth out of it. Um, love the idea of having that lockbox to mm-hmm. put all your valuables oh, in yeah. when you're you're not there and doing it. I know, I know that's always something that I worry about. Is okay. Well, one person has to stay here, so yeah, you don't want to just leave off. like the cell phone on the bench and you know. Yeah. Let's be honest. We all paid a lot of money to get into that water park, so I think there's a little bit of an honor system that applies there. But at the same time, too. Uh, I'm pretty sure criminals would easily pay money if they know they can make more out of stealing later. So something to keep in mind. But Got to watch out for those wet bandits. Yeah, or the sticky bandits, mm-hmm. one of the others. Um, but I'll tell you why you have to. You have to protect your money because if you don't, you won't have money to eat at our least preferred restaurants. Oh, that segue was off the chain. Here's the chain. It's off it. Yes, I agree. Thank you. Thank you for humoring me. So I think we're going to start with full-service restaurants that we would consider on our least preferred list. And I think we have to start this list with (laughs) what is one of the biggest jokes in terms of a universal restaurant. It's got a sign that just touts its awesomeness on the outside and it seems like that sign's been hanging up there for a long time yes and as soon as we mention a restaurant with a sign sign a sign a sign hanging out at a restaurant with a sign hanging out i think everyone jumps to one of our least preferred restaurants and that is mythos yeah, uh, just talk about a letdown. It's just, you know, it's got the sign out front, Theme Park Insider. I don't know who you are. And they've said best theme park, best theme park restaurant in the best, world. Yeah. Six years in a row. I'm like, what? what? Have you been to the mall? Have you been around the world? You're telling me that this, that restaurant is better than Club 33 or uh, Carthay Circle or, you know, like... Something here. 
I can't I, think of one here at Disneyland that's Disney World that's great. Uh, I, I just Tiffins. <laughs> I, I just think about it and. Like in their description for it on the website, they even say award winning full service. <laughs> yeah, when I'm, you print out your own awards and put them on the wall, that's the kind of I, award it is. I'm not sure if like it has won any awards from any like outside trip advisor, you know, big, big yeah. uh big sites out there. Um but if it's award winning based on the sign that they have hanging out front, I who is still proud of this? Um, I love Universal. As yeah, you know, as a team member there when I was, we even joked about it. I, I no, no one takes this thing seriously. Well, the the worst part is is the sign. It might not even be that bad. It's the sign that sets the expectation so high that when you get what you get, you're like, what? Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Especially when not, but a couple feet out their front door, they have. What if you told me that? Maybe I'd agree. Several restaurants out there. Yeah. So let's let's talk about Mythos. It, they tout it as a featuring a mix of Mediterranean, Asian, and American fare. Um, and you know this is this is very. Uh, it's right on the point. Um, they have stuff like pad thai, a lot of fish. They always have a seasonal risotto. Um, you know, and then. Ranges from a certain select sandwiches, a lamb burger, hamburger, fish tacos. Uh, the menus, not I will not say it's all over the place. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty together with its themes, um, uh, and there's a lot of potential also in in the theme or in the in the entrees and stuff. Like uh, still on the menu, the thing I had the last time we went there, uh, which is. A long time ago, so granted, we do owe it another chance, but it, it's like, how many times can Mythos burn you before you just give up altogether? It was last year, um, wasn't it? Beginning of last year? Yeah. yeah. So it, a little over a year, not two years, but um, I had the cranberry blue cheese crusted pork mm-hmm. that time, uh, still on the menu, which is amazing for a restaurant that is like this. They should be changing their menu up every season. To try to be something different. Yeah. Uh, that's still on there. It's not bad. None of the food here was bad. It I, wasn't offensively horrible or anything. It was some just... Of the, some of it was even great. It's just... in in the theming inside is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the building outside, yeah. inside, yeah, it looks great. It's just... It's a waste. It is one of those situations. I know a lot of people love it. A lot of people build their trips around making this a must-eat experience. Um, people love the service. I've had nothing but bad service here. People love everything they ever eat here. I've had some good experiences, more more bad than good. Um, and it's just it's just way too overhyped for what you're actually getting from it. And that's why Mythos, as I will eat there again in the future, and um, you know, hopefully not soon enough. Maybe. I don't know what I just said there. I think I double negative myself. I'm just not a fan. I will never not eat there again. <laughs> I, I It's on my least preferred list, for sure. And uh, while, we're, while we're rolling on Islands of Adventure restaurants, we might as well just roll into their other, uh, their other full-service restaurant that we very much recently ate at, which is Confisco Grill. I was, okay, because you're talking about... 
expectations and this one and all i could think about is like man i really didn't like confisco grill i straight up didn't like confisco's grill at all i don't i don't remember what i said in the dining review but in the time since we went i it's like sat with me more and more that i was like i just didn't like what i got the salad was bad and um all we got out of that experience was your stripper name peanut butter diamond and peanut butter chocolate diamond peanut butter diamond whatever you are but um clearly you haven't made it in that field yet nope, but nope, yet. um we're still working on it but um yeah i just i i don't know it's I, I, th- this one to me felt like a way like it's you've only got uh two sit-down restaurants in your theme park you know like you've got uh, at least mythos has really good theming inside and out this one kind of is the whole idea is it's all over the place it's it's all yeah. it's representative of the whole park but it feels like a waste yeah and the the selection of food on here is all over the place. It's this mix of like bar food, but also that Mediterranean vibe that you also get with mythos. Um, so it'll go from stuff like spinach and artichoke dip and the hummus, which we did enjoy the hummus. Yeah. Um, and as appetizers, but then also having chicken quesadilla and loaded nachos and wings, something that you would expect at a more Americanized place. Um, so that it's kind of, and it, Kind of continues onto that with the entrees, going from a chicken curry to a fajitas to pad thai to what I had, the chicken Valhalla Universal pasta. Universal loves pad thai. It's, yeah, they love their pad thai. Um, it, yeah, it's just it, – I guess the best way to describe it is they tried to build a restaurant that everyone has something that they like. This restaurant is very Babu Bot from Seinfeld. When, <laughs> yeah. when Jerry and Elaine convince him to to you know, instead of showcasing everything, just showcase showcase what he knows, and uh, it just you know something. It's the backwards version of this. I think they need to just pick one specific food type and put it in play here, um, and just go with that. But again, not that there was anything offensive of this place but um again we we gave you our list of the best restaurants and all of those are in city walk and if you literally take an extra 10 minutes and just walk out to those you're gonna have a better meal than confisco mm-hmm. grill or yeah. mythos so that's why confisco has to go on the least preferred for sure confisco's gotta go i see what you did it almost rhymed had had a had a beautiful poetry to it. Yeah, they they really should change it to Confisto. <laughs> That's just, what I call it every yep. time, anyways. Just, just for rhyming purposes. Um, so let's continue moving along with uh, with our least preferred ones, and this one's going to come from City Walk, and this is going to be. Uh, Mostly from my choice, because I know Rhino... I haven't been there in a while. Yeah. It it was very unmemorable for me, though. Yes, and um, this is something that it's it might come as a shock to some people, because uh, I've had some great experiences here. I've raved about them, but I think now that time has gone on, we have have two, some NBC, Cowfish, everything has kind of settled into its groove. Mm -hmm. Um, 
one of the CityWalk restaurants that also went through a refresh when CityWalk was enhanced. I think this restaurant, uh, you know, while it was, I believe it was the first to debut in all of the re-enhancements, I think it has um, think definitely so. fared the worst in terms of staying quality, and that unfortunately is Antejito's Authentic Mexican. Yeah, I... Um I think the last time I was there was definitely like a year and a half ago. It would have been 2015 because um, I I was with a friend who doesn't live here anymore. And so, like, um, I don't – I remember going there with two of my friends, and then I don't remember what I ate. And then I know I've been there before, and I don't remember what I ate that time either. Usually I remember. I'm a fatty. Fatties remember. Yeah. Um, and – I don't remember like the margarita being memorable necessarily. So it is one of those, I do have to give it another chance before I put it down. But I remember once eating something that was very salty. Yeah. And that's, I don't want to say this is bad. I, I think it has fared worse and this is on my least preferred now. Um, and, you know, at Universal as a whole, no, it's it's not bad. I don't think you could go wrong going here. Uh, you will find something that you want. And, I disagree with Rhino on the margaritas. I think well, that- prove me wrong, Craig. I know this is in our our soon to be future of reviews to come yeah, up again, though. No, we it's in our soon to be future, and you know Cinco de Mayo is literally like a week away. <gasps> oh. So it only makes sense that we go here, and it's a Saturday. You know, I know, I know what you're thinking. Why not go to Margaritaville for margaritas? I was well, not, but that would have made more sense. No, no, it doesn't. The Mexican because, place makes more sense. Yes, it does, <laughs> and that's why I think we will probably go there for a little bit of Cinco de Mayo fun. Um, I just, even though I believe we'll be celebrating Cinco de Mayo late, I don't know what day it's actually. No, next, you did. It's a Saturday. Next, I just said no. It's a Friday, actually. No. Are you sure? Because yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, I thought, comes out May 4th. I yes, just said that's that. a Thursday night. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I said it completely wrong, though, so whatever. But cool. <laughs> Friday night, still a fun, fun time to go and try out new Mexican places. And margaritas. Yes. So we will celebrate. Our, our next episode, we can say it now, will be about... Antihitos. No, well, it just makes sense at this point. Yeah, it does. That's and hey, now we know. Now we know what to do. But um, yes, I think their margaritas there are actually fantastic. Well, um, good. I love a good I, margarita. So I hope. I hope to be proven. Yeah. It, what what fails here is the food. And I mean, if you've watched and listened to the show as time has gone on, uh, you'll know how much I raved about Antihitos when it first opened up. The difference between the upstairs menu that was more sophisticated, um, just. A different experience altogether. Wonderful, absolutely wonderful. Downstairs, the menu that is now across the entire restaurant is um, Mexican-inspired street food uh, stuff that you, um, you know, it, definitely an authentic take on Mexican food. I will say that they um, they they don't mess around. Um, like on the appetizer list, they have queso fundido, which most people see queso and they assume, oh, it's going to be. A it's going to be a nice cheese sauce yeah. to have with your chips. Um, if you've never had queso fundido before, though, it is basically like a, a gushy, spongy brick of cheese. 
that comes in a dish and you almost cut the cheese and put it on. <laughs> and <laughs> fart joke. <laughs> um, so they have, and you know that that's made with chorizo, and um, they have the elotes, uh, the corn with the jalapeno mayonnaise and cheese and spice on the top, which I I love eating that. So uh, they they are very. They they try to be as authentic as possible when it comes to that. Their table side guacamole that they have uh, is outstanding mm. out of this world. Anytime you get table side guacamole, it's always going to be great. But the entrees is where this restaurant falls flat. Um, their enchiladas, for the most part, just lack flavor. The fajitas oh, are fajitas are overpriced, and again. They should be a lot better than they end up being. Uh, tacos, reasonably priced, but nothing like just stands out as this is something I have to have all over the time. Um, oh, overall, it's just, you know, it's it's a wasted opportunity. My favorite thing to get there is they do have um, they have a combo platter. So that gets a, you know, you get a little bit of a taste of some of the different items on the menu. Um, but for the most part, it's way overpriced Mexican food. Um, mm-hmm. I think I've recommended it before on the show. If not, I will now. There is a place, if you're willing to venture off Universal Orlando property, there is a place. Um, Sloppy Taco Palace? N- n- Sloppy Taco Palace is good. STP, as we know it, in Orlando. Uh, if, you, if you're not, if you're not yeah, from yeah. here... Yeah, if you're not from here, you're going to look it up and it's going to say Sloppy Taco Palace. Mm-hmm. But if you are from here, you know it is STP. Um, but it's called Border Grill. And it was like – it is the epitome of places that you would walk into and want to turn right around and walk back out. <laughs> it's in a strip mall. Um, you The storefront looks terrible. You walk in. It doesn't really look that clean. Um you talking yeah. about Border Grill? You're talking about Sloppy Taco. Palace? I'm talking about Border Grill. Okay, not Sloppy Taco Palace. Sloppy Taco Palace is essentially a biker bar. Yeah. That also okay. I makes, was just gonna say, yeah, yeah. Sloppy. I don't know if I cut that Are off. You the right there, leather but, bar. Yeah. No. <laughs> Sloppy Taco Palace is uh, a, a biker bar that it, because they also make really great food. <laughs> yeah. Um, gets in all of these uh, all these theme park employees, especially Universal ones, since yeah. it's right there. But Border Grill just looks like this disgusting little Mexican restaurant. But the food is just out to of this world. Out. Try that out. I've, I've never been there. I've seen the sign. You know, yeah. I've driven by it. But. No, it's uh, this was Kylie and I's go-to place when we lived on that side of town. I would say we probably ate there once every two weeks. Mm. It just prices were cheap. Food was authentic <laughs> because uh, not to just – I mean to put it bluntly, it was Mexican food being made by Mexicans. So you can't get much more authentic than that. Uh, they didn't really dumb it down to Americanized taste. Um, you know, that. They, they even had like – they would always do special tamales where when they ran out, they ran out. And they always usually did. So um, that's – for saying something like that, you know, that's where Antojitos falls in the least preferred. It's a little overpriced even for theme park standard. Yeah. Um, for not that great Mexican, there's better choices if you just go off property a little ways. Now, moving on to our next one also begins with an A. This is no surprise if you uh, have been following us for a while, too. We have not given this restaurant another chance since the last time that we gave it a chance. Oh, jeez, yeah. But that is 
because I almost never want to go back there again. Um, you know, <laughs> God bless Pete Werner for instilling stubbornness into us for when a place is bad and burns you two out of three times in two days to like just completely ignore it forever. But I am talking about Amatista Cookhouse yeah. at uh, <laughs> Lowe's Sapphire Falls Resort. So. Um, Ooh, thank you. That is, ma'am. Just yeah, go on. You tell yeah, whatever. So, we had to, you, if you want to see the horrible experience we had, you go ahead and look for that video. I believe it's called Worst Dining Experience Ever. Yeah. That's exactly what it is called. And uh, that came from when we tried, we first tried Amatista Cookhouse for lunch when uh, Sapphire Falls opened. Uh, went horribly. Tried it again for dinner. Went. Even worse, we walked out on dinner, didn't we? Yeah, we walked we out on lunch. Oh no, no, no. no yeah, we, we did walk out lunch. on dinner. We stayed for lunch. That's when you said the bad word, yeah. and then because um, that's how bad it went. And then we came back, and yeah, we were sitting for like twenty five minutes or something, and nobody even came up to us. Yeah. So we walked out on dinner, had breakfast. It finally breakfast was like on point. Food still wasn't amazing. I was going to say, it was okay. Let's not get no, too... No, the, the service was on point. Okay, yeah. The person that we had was like a diner-style server where it was no frills. She'd, you know, come and throw stuff at your table, but everything came fast and quick, mm-hmm. so you couldn't really complain with that. But, yeah, the, the Caribbean-inspired food um, is... You know, it just needs to go get inspired somewhere else. Um, I will say they they took the theming of their food uh, straight through with the Caribbeanness to it, but um, it's just it's awful. And I I I, I don't know. I, I feel bad because we we do owe it to this restaurant to go back and see if they've gotten it together. But mm. I, genuinely, I wouldn't do that in my real life. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, we'll do it because it's our job. But I don't let restaurants burn me that many times. It's like Eli, who, like, keeps going back. He, like, he does the same thing. Like, he'll like a restaurant, but I'll just keep going. And, like, the quality will just get worse and worse. And finally, I'm just like, I'm not giving my money to this place that is, like, there are other unique places that I'd rather go to. You know what I mean? Try yeah. something new. Rather than keep getting burned by the same place over and over again, but yeah. it is our job. So yeah, this is this to me, Amatista Cookhouse. Just it just, it left a bad taste in our mouth and many others when it first opened up. I mean, I the day that we were there for lunch, we watched as other people walked out of the restaurant unhappy and are like, "Well, you know, we're still we're still here. We're still going to give it a chance." And mm. but so it it wasn't just us. This was. This was all around, um, you know, and the food that we did get to eat, while some of it was good, nothing was like, I I will suffer through the issues in order to come back here. Um, and yeah, I just, I, this is one, it's not a least preferred. I just can't flat out recommend it. Eventually, we'll get back there and maybe that will change. Um, but for now, it is not working. Uh Moving along with the last full service zone, one that I have to mention, um, not so much on my level. I know Rhino definitely hates this place, so, and that is Island's Dining Room at Ugh, Royal Pacific. Yeah, I really don't like this place. It makes me feel uncomfortable. I, I, I didn't like any food choices I made. I felt like the food was not fresh. I didn't like... 
it felt like cheap ingredients and it made me it made me uncomfortable and again it's 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 one thing when it's the only food around, but you have a place that's decent right across the way or upstairs. So right across the way, you've got the All-American Cafe. Is, is that what it's called? And Jake's, Jake's American, American Bar. I mean, somewhere in there. Yeah. Jake's American Bar. That was pretty good. And then upstairs, we had great sushi in the sushi bar yeah. upstairs. Um, so get it together. Just because you're character dining doesn't mean you have to have crap food for your parents and people that are in there. Yeah, so... Uh, also, stop, like, molesting me, Bart Simpson. Ugh, get out of here. So, uh, Island's dining room has, uh, it's basically Asian-style dishes, and I'm, I'm talking solely about dinner. Um, they also do a breakfast there as well, too, but this is in regards to dinner. It is a, uh, meh experience. Um, Rhino and I, when we ate there, we did their um, their uh, like I forget build what. your own thing. It was like yeah, a, you can go up and make your own. Essentially, it was like stir fry soups, maybe. Yeah, they had something? soup, salads. Um, you know, it's they do it once a week. I just can't even remember the name off the top of my head oh, for it an anymore. Undercooked chicken appetizer. I can still taste the chewy thing in my mouth. I had to spit out. It was just ugh. Yeah, yuck. basically our experience there. While I made better choices with my create my own combinations, yeah. um, I I think like I had a better experience because of that. You hated everything that you came up with. Um, I believe, yeah, Oliver yeah. was there with us for that. Yeah, he, he was. Yeah, he hated his meal. Um, because he ordered a meal off the menu yeah. too. Because he wanted to make sure he got something standard, and his wasn't good either. Yeah, no, and it's just it's they take these Asian dishes, and they basically make it have like a Chinese flair to it, and then you know what? It, it play it plays into a lot of people have their favorite Chinese food place, and this will never be it. <laughs> um, because know. you know what? Some some foods are just meant to be made in the crappiest way possible. Just like just like those Mexican places. The best the best Mexican food places are dive Mexican places. Rusty food trucks. Yeah. My my favorite sushi is always from more on the lower end of classy sushi places. Uh-huh, I agree. And that's just I don't know. Maybe that's my style, but that's what I notice all the time. And islands we we would not want to eat there very soon. If ever again <laughs> yeah. in the future, um, try to think. So that's that's yeah. So that's but out of all the resorts, yeah. I don't know. What's your next one? We have. Sorry, that's all I have on our list of least preferred for full services. Oh um, yeah, okay. everything else I was makes like, like I know a, another one, but it's not full service. All right. Well, yeah. No, we're we're gonna keep going through here, and uh, so let's let's start hitting quick service, and I'm going to start with. Maybe even one of my least favorite experience I've ever had at a Universal Quick Service, and that was at Comic Strip Cafe. I have never eaten here, so you'll have to tell me about this. I I, I think this was back you and JL like ate here or something, and you like you guys just told me terrible things about it. So I was like, no, yeah. So. We are always honest in saying that Universal with quick service um, is all over the place, with the exception of uh, ones we talked about last time in regards to Fast Food Boulevard, the Harry Potter dining uh, experiences. Uh, Other than that, it's more miss than hit, and it's because they go with the standard theme park fare route, um, or they try to do just too much, and it's not really working. Um, So comic strip cafe 
back in Toon Lagoon, as I said, they have items like uh, chili cheese dogs, chicken sandwiches. And then they also, in this section, they have uh, pizza. And so they have pasta with that as well. So starting to stretch it. But then it takes an even more bizarre twist when they add in Chinese food to it. What? Yes. In with, the comic strip cafe? Yes, they have Okay. They have Chinese food and then of course some chicken and fish dishes. So when you look at that on on paper, looking at what do they serve? They serve burgers, pizza, pasta, Chinese <laughs> um <laughs> fish and chicken. You start to question it then. And the Asian food there while you know no, it it was bad. It it made it made eating at Panda Express Seem like a five star meal. Hey, don't knock that panda. I I eat a panda. I I like the convenience of it. It's, There's an all you can eat one on I Drive. You know, it's Panda Express is not is not gourmet Chinese. It is not even your favorite local Chinese. It is convenient Chinese. This stuff here is crap. I have not been back to try the pizza and salad. Pizza at Universal, with the exception, I believe, of um of uh, what call it, Louis. With the exception of that, pizza at Universal's kind of pretty much all the same. Louis. Um, yes, Louis in in uh, Universal Studios Florida. Where's we that just located? ate there. We literally just ate there. We did a review of it. Louis? Yeah. What did we eat? Uh, were you not there for us? No. No, it was Steve, Steve Charles, myself. No, bro. No, I was left out there. of that group. Thanks. Oh, sorry. Oh, now I know what you're talking about, Louis. I have eaten there before. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but not with you, so excuse me. My bad. It wasn't cool. My bad. Um, I think I was out of town. Yeah, I, I think something like that, too. You might have been over here doing work. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's just – I. I Universal Pizza is all very uniform. It's the same pizza they gave us when we were team members, and we had that option. Um, it's the same pizza that they have at Pizza Predatoria everywhere. It's just kind <laughs> that of terrible. It's well, that's the name of the restaurant. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of okay. Um, is it better or worse than Disney Pizza? Better. Okay. Better, but still not still not fantastic. It's just Comic Strip Cafe is trying to do too much in one quick service, and it does not work out. It reminds me of that episode of Happy Endings where Dave goes to start the the restaurant, Pangea, yeah. and he lays down the... Uh, did you, dude, did you spend uh, $500 at Kinko's on copies? Yeah. <laughs> With the menu the that's menu. like 10 pages long. You, sir, are you married? Yes. You know that. To Jane. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So what's the quick service that you didn't like? Oh. Oh, gosh, Mel's. Mm, yes. The standard issue, always open, like Halloween Horror Nights, you got to grab a snack, grab into Mel's, die in, and uh, just die, because it's it's like the worst burger. I don't know that there's any real meat in the burger, and it's just, it's, it's literally my eating nightmare. When I was younger, I didn't care. Cheeseburger, chicken fingers, whatever. Now I'm, a, now I'm just a lot rounder of a young man, and... Uh, I want to look for a healthier option, or at least something that's pretend healthy. But like chicken tenders that are literally like the meat is a sliver in the middle, and it's essentially just tumors, uh, fried tumors on the outside. And then, oh hey, I'm Craig Williams. No, sorry. Um, and uh, and then like what like a really thin burger that can only be described as literal cardboard taste. Like there's no flavor to it, so that's why I don't know what it is. But that's it. There's nothing really there. I mean, you can get a milkshake, right? Yeah, no, no, they have milkshakes, uh, root beer float. Um, you know, Mel's, if you don't know what it is, it is uh, 
Mel's Drive-In based on uh, American Graffiti. I think yeah. Mel's was an actual chain. It, it was in Hollywood, yeah. yeah. And um, and so they, they stick with that. It's Your options are cheeseburgers, uh, chicken fingers, grilled chicken sandwiches. No, no thrills to it. Um, chili cheese fries, stuff like that. Um, I, I love the interior of Mel's. Like I love the old fifty diner, fifties style diner. Some San Francisco, excuse me. Yes, yeah, I knew. I, it's it, George Lucas loves his San Francisco. Oh no, there was there. Okay, I was thinking about the one in in uh, the Max Factor building in Hollywood. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, that's, yeah, but um. So it's a it's a it's a staple. It's a Hollywood like when you think of classic Hollywood, it's one of those. The visuals there, it looks cool on the inside. Yeah, it does, but then they also serve the food that you expect from that time period. And um, while I think the food is, you know, it, it works when you're in there and you're in that mindset, it's not good. It's the same crappy burgers that you can get all throughout quick service restaurants there. Um, your chicken sandwich that you get there, it's probably going to be dry and rubbery. Uh, don't even go for the garden burger. It's it's not real garden. And, uh, yeah, as you, you've already been very, uh, forward with the taste of the other foods. So, um, Mel's while, while you can enjoy it while you're eating in the experience, definitely not, not a go-to quick service place. In my opinion, unless unless you're a huge fan of American Graffiti and you want to relive that experience, um, that is something that I would not recommend. Um, and I'm going to jump back over to Islands of Adventure to talk about another one. I believe it, it might come into uh, – we, we you and I covered this, and so it would fall in line in the Lost Vlog series because I don't think we ever even posted the vlog that went along with this one. I edited it and uploaded it, so you I don't did. know what happened. I don't. Maybe maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. Um, maybe I just forgot about it. Maybe the experience was that unmemorable that I have put it behind. But one of my least preferred quick service places now is Doc Segru's Dessert Kebab House. Desert. D- dessert. Dessert. Oh yes, you're. I right. don't want you to think it's dessert kebabs. You're right. It is desert. You're right. Because you won't find a lick of flavor anywhere in these sand hills. Boom, nailed it. I did not. But it was also, it was very expensive for very little amount of food. Yeah, so it's it's a kebab house. So basically you have your choice of kebabs, beef burgers. kebabs, chicken kebabs, vegetarian kebab, which of course is just the vegetables that would come on a kebab. And yeah, it was twelve forty nine for these and it... Had its pita, um, had the vegetables, the meat, if you were getting it, served with a bag of chips. Not even like a real, real thing of chips with it. Pita chips, anything like that. Not that you need it anymore. Just a bag of chips. Um, Just a bag the of portion, The portion size was not great. Um, and, you know, the taste was good, not great. Um, it just didn't feel worth it. I... It was another one of those situations where sometimes doing these in park vlogs with the food, it's we we don't give ourselves the time of the full experience because while we're having it, we might enjoy it. We might like the experience as it's going on, and then you get to the point where it's like a, a day later, two days later, three days later on, and like, oh, you know what? That just 
It was I, w- not I think as I was good. just hungry yeah. in that moment and couldn't tell the difference. Exactly. Because I do get to that mode. And we all get to that mode. Yes, we all get to that mode. And that's what I would say in terms of uh, Doc Sagruce. And uh, my next one, next two, I'll just say it. It's, it's a combo. I'm just going to say dining in Jurassic Park. Just uh, period? You don't like any of the places in there? Yeah. <laughs> Pizza Predatoria, like, like I said I before, it's um that for me. The pizza again, it's good, not great. Um, most people would probably qualify it as bad. I qualify it as I are. That was the closest like hot food place that we had when we were working at Forbidden Journey, Dragon Challenge, all that. They opened up a little pop up shop where we mainly had the choice of uh, meatball subs or pizza because that's what they served. There, so it was kind of. It's now related in my mind to the memory of when you're having a really bad day, and you go and take your break, and you have a meatball sub or a slice of pizza. That can sometimes make things better. So that in my mind still holds a little bit. But Thunder Falls Terrace, um, just pretty, pretty awful ribs, turkey legs, rotisserie chicken. Do I really have to say more to that? And burger digs. Well, remember the last time we talked about crappy burgers, chicken tenders, that garden burger and a grilled chicken sandwich? Well, they have it over there, too. Mm. It's just this is where it's getting to the point. Dumping ground. Yeah, no, it's the this is the menus that they just keep repeating over and over again because there's no creativity in it i might as well just go back over to universal studios too, lump in the uh universal studios classic monsters cafe while one of the most themed beautiful restaurants in the inside um i would highly recommend going inside monsters cafe and walking around looking at all the classic monster uh props and just taking it all in. I love this restaurant. Um, if I was one of those eccentric people you see on TV, uh, they could transform their house into a, a themed place. This would probably be it for me, but the food inside is just absolute crap. Um, including more cheeseburgers, more rotisserie chickens, more ribs. Um, mm. it's just so it's boring theme park fare and they don't need, they need one. One boring quick service theme park restaurant, and that's it. Then make everything else you need. Well, I think it's, it I think this is still kind of a holdover from those days of days of yore, where it was like that was. You know, it probably was exciting because it had ribs. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It, it's back from before that. I think that we are in the midst of theme park revolution. It's like you know the the theming is on its way up, but I think the food quality is on its way up too i think a lot of places are getting much more creative and diverse with the food options they're choosing and i hopefully that's paying off you know yeah no i i agree with you we are in the midst of uh uh, up in quality for theme park quick service food um it just seems like a lot of these staple places that have been around for a long time they aren't getting the upgrade that they need um like going back to mel's I, they could easily increase the quality of the food, the quality of the cheeseburgers they're serving oh, yeah. out um, without that much effort. I mean, they could turn they could turn it into the same quality that you would get at a steak and shake. Which, yes, yeah, steak and shakes are frustrating. You wait so long for your food, but because it's fresh made to order and everything, it just it has a certain quality to it. Um, so there there are ways to improve these places, but um, yeah, they're just holdovers. And another holdover that. 
I just despise. Love the interior of the restaurant. Despise everything they serve inside. Um, I don't really have to tell you what's served inside. It's more of the same. More cheeseburger, chicken sandwiches, <laughs> uh, fried chicken, spaghetti, pizza. That is Circus McGurkis oh, Cafe yeah. Stupendous. I've gone in here once before. Like when Universal had their dining plan that was different than the one they have now. Yeah. I think I it was the all tried that eat. out. Yeah. And ugh, yuck. It's like the place you go to find the world's thickest spaghetti sauce that you could ever imagine. I mean, that's not what I have, but I saw somebody have it, and I'm like, it's just like, like that's paste. Yeah. No, I... Yeah, not not many great things to say. Honestly, um, you know, with with this whole list, I I didn't want to be overly negative or anything. With a lot of the... um, with a lot of the the quick service places, those are ones that I, I would genuinely not recommend. Overall, uh, avoid at all possible cost. You know, if you're staying at Universal for seven days straight, eventually you're going to have to start trying some of these places. You're going to lose out um, unless you're eating all full service meals. Um, you're you're going to start. You're going to you're going to run through the list. So you might have to try some, um, but. Yeah, with, with the with the table service ones we talked about, you know, there you go in with managed expectations. You might you might find some good things you like. Again, maybe we just time it badly and have terrible service and terrible experiences at some of these places. And uh, you know, that's that's always a possibility. Um, thing sometimes things just aren't that great. Sometimes things are. And but that's why we do a re-review later. And hopefully they get back there. They get their stuff together. Exactly. I believe what you're trying to reference is hopefully they get their Stella back. Yeah. Hmm. How Groove got her Stella. How Stu Groove got her Stu- Stella back. <laughs> Stu got her Groove back. <laughs> exactly. So um, that that is our list of the least preferred places that we have at. Universal Orlando. So, of course, uh, if you're watching this video right now on YouTube, please comment below and let us know the places that you don't want to try, the places you don't like trying. Uh, I am very interested on seeing them. Maybe we'll even go around and we'll we'll do a re-review of all these ones that we talked yeah, about. Yeah, is there one uh, we abuse that you actually like? Yeah. I'd be curious. We will we will give priority to those ones just to see if we're proven wrong. Unless you're just going to say mythos over and over again. No. <laughs> no. We it's will not like eventually. Beetlejuice. It won't appear. Exactly. Yeah, the same mythos three times. That doesn't mean we're necessarily going back to it, but um, I'm very interested to know. And of course, you can always write into us at uopodcast at com. If you forget that, didn't write it down, you can always find it at our show notes page at com, along with any other information you might need from this show or any others on the Disunplugged podcast network. Uh, Rhino, thank you so much for sitting here and having this little conversation with me. You're welcome. Thank you. And thank you to everyone out there, all all of y'all. I've kind of combined yeah, all and everyone together into a brand new term that just was gibberish nonsense. And uh, no, this, thank you all so much for listening and watching. I hope you got a lot out of it. Uh, as always, if you haven't subscribed yet, please go ahead and do so on iTunes and YouTube and leave us comments, feedback, all of that good stuff. Follow us on social media. We do pay attention to all that stuff and we enjoy it. So thank you guys once again for uh, another fantastic episode. We will be back with you next week with our Cinco de Mayo themed episode that we came up with. And if we don't do it, 
Well, it's because we decided to do something else instead. See? See. So. See you later. Yes, we will Ooh, see you offensive. later because, um, unfortunately, we, uh, we will not be able to do our resolutions this week. So, resolutions. Bye. <laughs>